Nurses Station. Hi, everybody. It's hey. Kat. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Happy Hi. Memorial Day Happy weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Yes, Memorial Day weekend is here. It's upon us. Three-day week, four-day weekend for me because at work they were like, hey, you should take Friday off. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, you should take Friday off. And I'm like, okay. So I did. It's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah Memorial yeah, Day yeah. weekend. It's the weekend we're here. Friday on Memorial Day weekend is Welcome almost to the last summer. Day. So cool. It's the last day of school for us and it kicks off summertime. Summertime. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it is now summer. That means we are now moments, weeks, days away, even potentially from pool sets on General Hospital. All right. Yeah. It's time for refresh, <laughs> renewal, new wardrobe, yes. warmer lighting. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Uh, pool sets at the Metro Court. Completely Sundresses new Davis family. <laughs> Holy new Davis family. We're just, we're just swapping them out. Yes. Now. Just yes. We'll, we'll but before we move away out. from the, but, but but before we move away from the holiday, I just want to say thank you for your service. For our services, I know that's not Memorial, what Memorial Day is about. Well, it is. That's good to say. But for the people who have to honor our fallen soldiers yes. and uh, military folks. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy yeah. Memorial Day weekend. And yeah, there's a whole different Davis family, isn't there? A whole there? new Davis family. So, yes, a happy Memorial look Day familiar, weekend. But the other two, no. Happy General Hospital Week. <laughs> uh, happy two weeks until the convention. <sighs> But everybody, come on out of there. You were hanging out in Oscar's Meadow. Then I opened up the waiting room. You came on in. You got warm. You had some terrible coffee. You flipped through some magazines that are a couple of years old. Come on into the <laughs> elevator with us. Come on up. Put to down the, the COVID floor. magazine. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Highlights for children? Mm -mm, put it down. Chandra, uh, <laughs> uh, get in here. Angela, hey, how's it going, Angela? Uh, who else is here today? We got Jeannie. Jeannie's here. Hey, Jeannie. Jeannie, I feel it's like the third name I always read. Uh, Hi, <laughs> uh, gosh, Lee's here. Susan's here. Hey, everybody. Stephanie's here. Hey, everybody. Get out. Get on the elevator. Get out of that waiting room. Kelly Publicover's finally here. She finally remembered. It is deep Kelly, in the afternoon we for her. We missed you last week, babe. You just we missed, missed you last week. week. Perhaps you missed us the week before that because everybody else did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we missed us too. <laughs> <laughs> we missed oh, us too. goodness gracious get, get hey in guys. here get in here we're going up to the Hi, all the way up to the 10th floor all the way up ding 10th floor this is i don't know is willow up here i think willow might be up here isn't the icu yep. right here yeah. i think willow is on the 10th we definitely know the urology is on the 10th floor yes <laughs> or something like that for sure Poor Victor. Um, anyway, get out of here. Get out of the elevator. You step out on the elevator, okay? You look to the left and you can see the benches. People are hanging out, feeling bad, worrying. They're on a cell phone, talking to an isolated willow as she's preparing to receive this life-saving um, blood bone marrow transfusion. Yep. You swing your head over to the right and you see Elizabeth hard at work. Her nose in a file, getting stuff done, not getting involved in anybody's drama. Not having a single conversation with anybody. She is at work. She's doing her job. And she's turning yeah. around going home and spending time with the two kids that she still has left at home. There you go. <laughs> she's leaving the 10th floor, going back and down to the garage, getting her car and spending time with her family. That is, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what Elizabeth Baldwin is up to right now. You know, things are just so heavy. You know, Scotty Baldwin is, 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 is trying to figure out how to keep his relationship intact. Um, the Cameron's yeah. off at Stanford. Aiden yeah, is baking. 
Mm-hmm. And and who knows how many conversations uh, little 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 uh, Jake is still having with uh <laughs> with with gr- Grandma and Grandpa. I who knows? You don't know. I don't know. I want her back though. When we get Elizabeth back, can we also get can we also get her mom? Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with her though. Man. I don't know. She came back and she was all kind of apologetic and Elizabeth was like, all right, I guess I can sort of see it. Like she was a little more open to her mom than she was to her dad. But this was like six, eight, ten, twenty seven thousand weeks ago now. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I thought the whole storyline was funky. I think that has a lot to do with why mom's not there. You know, I, I said it. I said it when we were covering the storyline originally, when it was when it was originally on. When we were seeing it beat by beat, moment by moment, um, I said that you know the recognize the the audience saw this put together, and we recognized that it's a dud immediately. And there's no way that 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 the people putting together the show also saw it and went, "No, this isn't working," because uh, we really didn't get very far with it at all. It was convoluted, you know. It was with weird and convoluted, involved, yeah. And, yeah. The weird, the, the Finn involved, and and that's and the thing. His, his his wife and and how that you know in the end kind of didn't matter it was so odd that is the thing that the the inclusion of reiko and getting shoved down the stairs and and all of that like like the repressed memory could have been any number of different things but it being finn's ex-wife and because of the blood transfusion she needed after the injury she contracted the virus that killed her and blah 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 it was very very strange hey sandy it was convoluted. But it was a million years ago. And I'm not talking about Ice Princess convoluted. That's a different ball game. That's just goofy. That's just goofy fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, God. Uh, Kelly's here. We said that already. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Uh, hey. Lola's mom. Hey, Lola's mom. Chris is here. Look at all these people just joining us here on the 10th floor today. Mary Woods hey, just jumping on. Hey, Mary, get on out of the elevator. So Matt, yes. what shall we talk? We hit we hit on the Davis sisters a minute, but we didn't really oh, well, talk. That, about I mean, that's the biggest what thing. What shall week, we talk it? about first? Oh, you don't want to talk about that first? Oh, we can talk about them. We can talk sure. about that first. We can talk about that first. Why not? It's. I mean, it is kind of. I mean, other than, other than other than other than nuptials, you know, uh, uh, coming nuptials, you know, engagements, you know, that's a big thing of the week. Um, uh, who who done it? You know, we're we're getting deep into a who done it? Who made the phone call first? Maybe it wasn't Nina. Maybe it was the Pikemans, or an enemy of the Pikemans, or something, or just the Feds watching Carly close, Sunny. Sonny's thinking, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. this could be after me. You're trying to get, they're trying to get after me because I'm the most important person on this damn TV show. All right, something's happening to you, Carly. It's because it's happening to me too. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and then you know the other big thing of the week is is Kate Mancy, Kate Mancy, Kate Mancy. Help me pronounce it, chat. Uh, Kate from Days of Our Lives. I don't know what character she played on Days of Our Lives, but Kate Mancy. Moving over to General Hospital, taking over the role of Christina Davis Corinthos, Corinthos Davis. We just saw it on the poster, and I don't remember what order it was. (laughs) The chat will tell you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Angela's a thousand percent sure that it's Nina. Anyway, we'll get into that later. I want to talk about the new Christina, because I don't know anything about her from Days of Our Lives. I know that, um, I know that people were like, oh, Abby, apparently she played Abby. Um, 
so I mean, when she when she was cast, I saw some Twitter rumbling of like, oh, this person, this person is insert flaky actress here, you know, like this, this, this is oh, somebody yeah. that likes to hop onto a show, a hard time and commit. do her little thing, and then leave, and then ba -da -ba -da -ba -da, but like she's not known for her longevity when it comes to sticking around. Mm -hmm. uh, however, she did sign a contract, and I'm going to assume the contract is at least four months long, right? Isn't that how they do it? Um, <laughs> Probably. Something like that. In the uh, beginning, I would, I would think so. Uh, she played Abigail Devereaux on the Days of Our Lives. Abigail Devereaux. Oh, and Devereaux's a big family. That's a family name there, you know? It's one of their, you know, all, all, also had the family, right? I mean, Abigail that's... Devereaux. That's a, that's a really Devereaux, good Devereaux, though, I recognize the last name. That's one of the fam main anchor families of that show. I mean, that's a great soap name. Abigail Devereaux? It's Abigail Devereaux. <laughs> My goodness. That's such a good soap name. Oh, man. Huh. Huh. <laughs> well, Angela says that she's on for a year. So, hey. Okay. I'm with it. Yes, sir, she is then. You know, I mean, we, we, we've got a pregnancy story to tell. So, yeah, we're going to have to be there for a year. Right? Well, yeah. Because we got to lead up to it. Take time on pregnancy. They we need gotta to have, We got to have Molly and TJ and their their woohoos. You know, <laughs> oh, what was us? What are we gonna do? <laughs> and then Christine will slide in and be like, you know what? I've got a perfectly good uterus. I haven't used it. You know, do you want to put your? And baby they could in do. Me? And and they. I, I hope they just decide to have uh, Christina carry their baby, be Molly's egg. And TJ's yeah. swimmer. Intro in, swimmer. I like to use that egg, but you're not going to say sperm. You know, <laughs> it's okay to use medical terminology on YouTube. <laughs> That's what I call them, though. Actually, <laughs> now, regardless of where I'm at, they're swimmers. Okay. <laughs> in any case. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a that's, that's definitely uh, she played for Abigail for five years and was in and out for the last four years. Okay, interesting. Oh wow, yeah. that's a long run. So that's a she had a very established character over. Well, Matthew. Yeah. What do you think? I think that she did a great job. I think you that like she her? slid right in. I think that she was. I I didn't. You know, here here's the benefit of casting somebody that's been on a soap and has apparently nine years of soap experience is they know how to play it. They know how to come in. They know how to hit the beats. They know how to how to how to play mm -hmm. the relationships and get the emotion mm -hmm. for the scene. And um, you know, she she hit it. She hit it good. She hit it great. She hit it right away. Um, it's really interesting because that first day it was just Kate on there. You know, Kate with with Sam and with Alexis. You know. And so we got the introduction of the new dynamic, the new attitude, the new, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to say because there's certain personality traits that I think Kate Mansi is leaning into more than Lexi Ainsworth did. I mean, so far, I mean, we've had two days, right? So um, her spunk, <laughs> her resistance to her family, her, her little attitude that she kind of had, I think that, yeah. that Kate Mansi was playing yeah. that very well. Um, <laughs> the disappointment in, and not being pushed forward with family, regardless. Anyway, the next day though, we had Holiday, who comes in to be the temporary recast for Molly as we figure out that wild situation. Yeah, uh, I thought, you know, I, I, I found that interesting that they chose to say that temporarily because I currently don't believe it's temporary. I don't know. I, I, I. 
I don't believe it's going to be temporary. Just because heat. of the events. I haven't heard a gosh darn thing. Right, right, of course. I mean, we have no <laughs> idea how this is going to play out. We don't know what the future is. We don't know what's going on. It's not our decision to make. It's only our job exactly. to commentate on it and let you know what we think because we're the ones that had the bravery to start the YouTube channel. And that's the only reason that that's the only, only validity that we have to our opinion is the fact that we're on here telling you it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I, I don't know if this particular actress would, would slide in to be permanent replacement because mm -hmm. when it comes to temporary recast, I don't know if you're, if you're looking, if you're looking for that person that perfectly encapsulates the character for the mm -hmm. long term or that person that encapsulates the moment that you're just trying to fill. So I'm mm -hmm. saying that there's opportunity there for them to look at other possibilities for people who might bring what they want to. Uh, to Molly, because I just I don't know what this person does. I don't know what their intention was, other than Haley is unavailable. Let's let's grab this person, right? But she right. she didn't come in as as confident. I don't think as Kate Mancy did. She didn't have that same conviction of her performance, so to speak. Well, this is what I thought. Yeah, let me know. Uh I thought um, she was different mm -hmm. than Christina. And subtly the same, yeah. but her wardrobe is different. You can already see she's going to be more of a badass. Yes. You can already see she's going to be more opinionated. Mm -hmm. You can already see, I mean, she's still got the same qualities of Christina, though, when it comes to like, you know, blurting out things and like how she did with not knowing it's, it's time to be tender or not, yes. you know, in your face mm -hmm. with Molly. Um not not recognizing that I saw that in Christina in the past too. Um, just her wardrobe's different too. You know, mm -hmm. her shoulders are different. She's just she's different. She, I think she's good. There I, think I say. There I say. Um, they're leaning more into her into her lesbianism oh. and her and the way and just turn the portrayal already. The, the, I see yeah. that. Uh, well, I mean, okay, I here's, here's the I right way to say it. Here's the right way to say it. Okay. And you didn't say anything wrong. You're fine. Um, um, uh, cause there's, 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 um, masculine and feminine, and then there's gay and straight, you know, it's two different right. things. You can be an incredibly fem effeminate straight person. So what yes. they're leaning to with this character is her, her more masculine qualities. Yes. Her more shit kicking attitude. So to speak. Yes. A little more. Corinthos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I saw all that too. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. When it comes yes. down to it, Kate Mancy is But I liked her a lot. You know perfectly cast to be Alexis and Sonny's kid. Yeah, she is. When it comes to just how she looks. Yeah. Like what like my God, you can stick her next to a Cassidy and go, Yep. You can you can stick her next to a Corinthos and go, Yep. That's true. That's good. That's true. That's good. <laughs> I, I liked it a lot. Uh, Marcia, I like hey, her. Marcia says Kate I like is a badass. She was my favorite on days. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, there's there's the badass right there. I saw it well, a little I bit already. already. I mean, I already see that. Yeah. There was uh, when it comes and, down to it. I, I saw. Um, I mean, we we saw Lexi Ainsworth in the bar more than anything over the last couple of years at Charlie's, just behind yes. the counter, just. <laughs> um. Definitely, uh, definitely a more, more, more soft -er performance. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm totally with you on this. Yeah. 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 Good observation. Mike. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they decide to do. 
yes. you know, with her story. Obviously, it's going to be different, and we're going to see a lot more of Christina, not at Charlie's. Yeah, oh, for sure. We're we're moving away from Charlie's now. We're going into this um this I guess LGBT youth center. Yep, is pretty much what it is. A little community center for the youth to come and get counseling and have activities and and stay off the streets and you know yeah. not hang out in the red light district or whatever it is that happens to um, young people discovering themselves in Port Charles. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I saw a lot of queers folk in the early 2000s. Just 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 the things that people <laughs> put themselves through. My goodness gracious. So. <laughs> and so Molly, what I thought about Molly was it was very interesting to me. She caught, you don't remember when, do you remember when they had the person come in and play Alexis and it was right at the top of the Harmony storyline? Yeah. And I, always, I felt then like that actress was really trying to um, mimic Nancy. Mm -hmm. I felt the same way in the speech pattern of the new actress, the new Molly uh -huh. that they're using right now, Holiday. Yeah. I thought her speech pattern, the sound of her voice, the tone of her voice, her phrasing, she was, she was mimicking oh, Haley. Doing an impression. It's like me going out there to play Molly. It's like, what do we do? I just, I just, even though she, you know, she looks, she, she is, looks somewhat different, mm -hmm. but she does have pointed features yeah, like yeah. Haley does. You know, this, this Teshner person does a pretty good job when it comes to and the she, physical features of the actors. Way taller though. Way, way taller, taller. Way woman. taller. For sure. Way taller woman. Um, but um, yeah, I thought that just the way she sounded and way she delivered her lines was Haley-ish. She wasn't trying to change yeah. it up at all. She really was portraying her like she was temporary. That's what I felt like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Angela had said in the chat, Angela, uh, live on, on site reporter, Angela Duncan, Ryan Duncan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she was saying that uh, she doesn't believe, just in her experience, uh, that the temporary recast for Molly would become the permanent recast. She thinks that they would go and find somebody else for the new Molly. If we go there, but hey, Jacarius. But that was the that was the the um, observation of mine. Mm -hmm. Was that it was fine she point. sounded um, like she was mimicking Haley, just like I felt like that actress previously was mimicking, was mimicking Nancy. Nancy. Well, I got to give it to Nancy Lee Grand this week though, too, though, because this was a sudden change for her, and we know how much Nancy Lee Grand loves loves the people who had been playing her daughters. Mm -hmm. There was yeah. a real bond there. Uh, behind Absolutely. the scenes and you can see it in the, in the chemistry that these actors had with each other um, on screen as well um, when it comes down to it uh, behind the scenes chemistry as I'm coming to learn in my older age um, is <laughs> the reason why on-screen chemistry works is because behind the scenes these people really get along um, and it makes sense <laughs> You'd be able to play friends or family better if you felt like friends or family. If you felt like friends or family. And then when, also when it comes to lovers, too, because I was watching this thing. Okay, you know this movie? So it's it's an ancient movie. It's from like the 80s. Okay, it's it's forever old. It's called Pretty in Pink. It's just this tiny little movie that nobody's ever heard of. Did you ever <laughs> see it? <laughs> I probably have, but I don't recall it very much. It's one of those John Hughes and movies. Not, and I wasn't, I wasn't a, well, I wasn't a, you know, that's not my decade. Yeah. You know, I was a young mom with 
two little boys. <laughs> you were a teenager in the seventies, not the eighties. In the eighties, you were a young ingenue, is what you were. Yeah, I was a very young mom, so you know. By the time I was twenty-five, I had a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Well, Pretty in Pink, just a quick rundown. It's 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 a Brat Pack movie. John Hughes, uh, Molly Ringwald yes. in it. John, I know Pryor. what it is. You know what it is. Okay, cool. Um, I know what it is. So, um, so how this works out is uh, there, there's two endings to that movie. All right. There's the ending where she and John Cryer get together. And then there's the ending that made it into the final cut where she and the other love interest wind up together. And this was mm -hmm. sort of kind of done by Molly Ringwald because they had changed the actor who was playing the John Cryer role, Ducky, because originally it was Robert Downey Jr. playing that character. And we know that oh. there's a big sexy difference between Robert Downey Jr. and John Cryer. Not saying that John Cryer mm -hmm. is an ugly man, but he is character handsome, while um, Robert Downey Jr. is traditional handsome. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is like, back then is like handsome on the street, where John is more like handsome when you know him. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's a great way of putting it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, um, so in this, when they made the change, Molly Ringwald was kind of like, I'm just not attracted to John Cryer in the same way that I was attracted to Robert Downey Jr. This ending doesn't work for me in my heart and my chemistry between these characters anymore. Mm -hmm. And so they wound up like changing it after all kinds of different hymns and haws. And I'm sure the chat knows way more details about this than I do. But, um, <laughs> but eventually they, they wound up changing it. And um, she was totally cool with it simply because the backstage chemistry that she had with Robert Downey Jr. was very different than the backstage chemistry that she had with John Cryer. And she just wasn't able to replicate that same, like, I want to do you attraction on set simply yeah. because it was inaccessible to her in her real life. Which then well, makes me think about all of these on-screen affairs between like J Lo and Ben Affleck and, 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 and Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and all of these... All of this crazy celebrity stuff. Because they actually jiving with each other behind the scenes, man. They just can't control themselves. Oh, well, that happens a lot. You know, that that happens <laughs> a lot. Where your folks are, they're, they're doing the nasty uh, when when they're cast together. Because it's just, it happens there. Like, I mean, Hollywood would tell you that, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're young and single, the chances of you that, that happening to you, you go through your career, not because you're nasty or anything. Hmm because it's just chemistry and it happens yeah 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 spent a lot of time together alone and in, in, in uh yeah. you know it was a uh, hugh grant now now okay so some of these older actors i know we're not talking about gh right now and kelly's just having a fit but we'll get back to it uh, <laughs> <laughs> some of these older actors are starting to get a little slippy in their tongue um as um as things become more um uh um enlightened uh as to what really goes on with these super rich elite people and their activities huh? and stuff <laughs> Um, and so, you know, Tom Hanks is like starting to say some really old crotchety old guy stuff. Um, uh, is he? He, oh, yeah, he is. I can't quote him, but I, I came across some stuff. Um, Richard Dreyfus. Oh my God. Richard Dreyfus is, is upset that he's not allowed to play black people. So what the hell, dude? Like you need to retire. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, um, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant was like, man, I, I miss the old days. In the old days when we were doing movies, after we were done shooting, we would get drunk and fall in love with each other. Now everybody goes home and gets on Twitter. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, bro. Actually, you know, Hugh Grant is a, he's a funny uh, interview. I, I always enjoy him in an interview. He always says something funny. Always. Yeah. 
and that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but still, though, it's, it's also little, like it's also kind of maybe a little out there. But it's funny. a little, it's a little icky in my opinion. He's yeah, like, we used to get drunk funny. and just bone each other all the time. You know, there was just there were there was extramarital affairs. There was there was just there was well, just no, celebrities all over hotel rooms. Nowadays, though, everything is so calm, peaceful. People are making good choices with each other, not getting drunk and getting into debaucherous activities. This is not my speed anymore. Whoa, Hugh. Whoa. <laughs> um, but anyway, hey, Nathan. Uh, no, we got, back we got to General Hospital. Yeah, we had actually chat contributed a few soap examples. Um, Ned okay. and Lois, apparently, in real life, like each yep. other. And they got married. Well, there you go. Frisco and Felicia, of course, very famous coupling. Um, yep. And then, of course, the, the the most famous one of all time, of all soaps, Kelly, of all people, thank you very much, Kelly Public Ogre, for contributing this one, Haley and Mateo. Yes. Might be yes. The, the biggest, the biggest, most well, yeah. well-known. Uh, and of course, and they're still married, and the others aren't. They sure are. They sure are still together. And then uh, Daisy's they suggesting are. maybe Joss and Dex. Mm -hmm. I think that Joss oh, and Dex definitely... Well. Definitely find each other to be real life attractive. But what you I know really what? think that they're doing is excellent marketing. <laughs> They'll be in the convention in two weeks, you guys. Both yeah. of them. People. I'll put the mama eye on them. Hmm. What y'all doing? <laughs> I mean, you're able to see all that all, through all that dancing with the stars chemistry. Maybe you'll be able to see through that one, too. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that they have their own real life romances. What, what I think that they're really good at is just social media marketing when it comes to taking pictures together and trying to look young and sexy, which is very easy for those two people to do. All they have to do is just smile. So yeah, really what I think it is. Um, yeah, their kisses really sell it. I don't know. You know, I mean, do they have Patreons and stuff like, like Tabiana Ali and, and, uh, and, uh, and old, old what's his bucket? You know, you know what I'm talking about. The other guy. Nicholas. Yeah. Nicholas Chavez. Because uh, really when it comes down to it, on the show, on the show, Joss and Tex are very, like, visually appealing. Like, they, they very mm -hmm. go much for the visuals with those two. Uh, mm -hmm. And then when it comes to Sprina, it's very much about the emotionality and the intensity of their love and that sort of stuff. And so when it comes to mm -hmm. their little social media marketing, it sort of mirrors that as well, where Nicholas uh, Chavez and Tabian Arley are allowing you on the inside into their thoughts, their souls, their feelings about coming up with this art uh, for this TV show. <laughs> while uh, Joss and Dex, you know, Eden and, and Evan are just <sighs> taking hot pictures with each other. <laughs> no Patreons oh, yet, know, says Angela. With uh, Nicholas and uh, Fabiana. <laughs> Sofer, Rena Sofer, who played Lois, said yes. that she and Wally uh, confused their character's love story of Ned and Lois with their real-life love story, which is why they didn't last. <laughs> it's like dreaming that your partner's yeah. cheating and you break up with him. <laughs> you cheated well, on me in my dream. This won't last. You know, I don't know. Maybe it was, you know, maybe it, I'm sure it would, like, if you meet regardless John, on any job if you meet on the job and continue to work together um and and that goes away it would have an effect on your relationship i mean leaving leaving any job has a reflect on, effect on all of those relationships right yeah 
there was recently somebody at my work that um, that left, and then so there was somebody at my work that was that was that was showing the door at the same time that I was training somebody new, and this is a brand new person, like fresh out of high school, never had another job before, type of new, and it was interesting because it's like, oh man, that was weird, and I'm like, yeah, it was, and you know, it's going to be even weirder for you g- growing up, young man. Hey, listen here, <laughs> son. Let me give you the benefit of my wisdom. <laughs> It's so weird because you're going to make these relationships at work. You're going to you're going to you're going to make friends, you're going to get along with people, you're going to learn about them, they're going to tell stories. You might even, you know, have somebody that you tell secrets to, all kinds of different stuff. And then once they leave that job or you leave that job, you never talk to them again. And it is super weird. Now, my you didn't really experience that a whole heck of a lot because you worked with the same people for like 78 years. Um did, but I have worked over the throughout the years and I you know I'm a very friendly person so I make friends easily at work I did you know I have li- literally worked with hundreds hundreds of people being in manufacturing in Silicon mm-hmm. Valley in the heyday of it all um I've worked with hundreds of individuals and yes I have a little cluster of those mm-hmm. workmates that I still keep tight with maybe six but I've worked with hundreds. But the vast majority of people you never see again, you never talk to again. It's like, it's just poof out of your life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just one of the most interesting uh, social dyma- dynamics, uh, you know, yeah. that exists. So does, does that happen to you in a, in a, in a level of being married? If that's where you've actually met, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm not saying that you wound up working at the same place. Right. That's where you met. That's where you're just, that's where you caught each other's eyes. In your first interaction, that yeah. was the place. Yes, it had that same kind of effect a little I, bit. I, 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 I mean, suppose. I'm sure it wouldn't. You know, I mean, proximity is, is important for all of these sorts of things, right? You know, that's what long distance relationships yeah. are difficult. You know, proximity is important. So I don't know. Whatever. It's I guess it's how you. Anyway, <laughs> seven eight years. Be nice to mom, Matt. Come on, I'm a classic exaggerator. Come on, Kelly. She knows I didn't mean <laughs> anything by it. I've been a hyperbolic man my entire life. She's used to it. And I'm married to his dad. Um, Who is 78. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I don't know. Is that a dad thing? Is he super hyperbolic too? I never really paid attention. <laughs> you know, it's, it's what I do. It's what I do. Um, however, hey. it does get in the, in the way it works sometimes because I'm like, oh man, we're, we're a million units short. And they're like, what a million? And I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. You know, I got labeled. I, actually, somebody did that at work to me my last job and I popped off at her she's she's like she's like well you know cat you can't leave that out there like that for six hours and I said good thing my shift's not six hours <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Melissa Melissa's loud Melissa's loud says Eden and Evan cook together Melissa do you mean that they actually physically cook together like they like they prepare meals or are they, or do they like cook together like ugh, sizzling <laughs> or they just hot are you know, they just like, hot which one do you I mean by that I think they're just hot uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, Christina and Jack can still work together even though they're divorced which is good which is good. So there's there's an example of, you know, even though the, the work life split or the romantic life split, there's still a way, you know, to, to push forward. I, I guess sharing kids probably has a big impact on that. I would imagine. Because you would still have to be in each other's lives co-parenting these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Chandra's the same as you. She spent 28 it, yeah. years in higher education and is still only close to about six people. Mm-hmm. So oh, they literally cook together. 
Well, they hope to cook in the, <laughs> they you know, healthy cook. stuff. <laughs> they cook together on GH. Well, I tell you together. what. Okay. Okay. Speaking of maybe it's healthy stuff, I noticed that Eden, I noticed she had on this tight fitting white bodysuit. Okay. My gosh, Eden McCoy, you got a figure and a half. She's, girl. Work, she's rocking it until she can't anymore. She looks good. That that white bodysuit looks so good on her. Hey, Josie. That, you got a, it's a beautiful body. She does. It's, uh, you know, when you when you got it, you got to flaunt it, right? It's only going to last her about 20 years. You know what? You, I tell you, wear a body, white bodysuit like that. Wear a white bodysuit like that. <laughs> you can do. And if you, and if you can't and you want to, do it anyway. There you go. Do it anyway. You, absolutely. You rock you're, whatever you want, you whenever beach, you want. Wearing whatever you want. If somebody's got anything to say about it, you know what? There's plenty of sand around to throw at them. Just kick it in their eyes. You know, have plenty of other things to look at, too. Mind your business. Plenty. Right? It's the beach. Yeah. You know. <laughs> depending, on, depending on where you are in the world, so, there might be even more to look at. Um, so, no, let's, do you feel bad for Molly? What else do you want to talk about? Uh, we, we, we barely talked about anything. Um, endo endometriosis. Um, the Jack's fan base were arguing over salad ingredients. <laughs> what is it with the internet and people just wanting to argue with each other? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. Oh, I, apparently, I don't really they turned it into adorable stuff. Um. Whatever. <laughs> Weirdness. So, what do you? Th what do you think? It's so the endometriosis. Yes. Um, I think that it's a, a medical problem that General Hospital is going to cover. Um, hopefully they're they're yes, fair yes, and realistic yes. about it. Um, it's it's really interesting uh, listening to TJ and Molly talk about it because TJ was like, "You were in pain, you were in pain, you were in pain when we were doing it," and she was like, "Well, sometimes," but I didn't really think of it. And I'm just sitting there being just a dirty old man, just thinking, <laughs> "Well, I didn't think of anything at the time because I thought it was your giant dong." But you know, like, <laughs> but that's oh not God. the line that they said. <laughs> so. <laughs> You did say it was a dirty old man thought. <laughs> but you know, that's not the line that they said. They just she just said I didn't I just I didn't I just I just with it. There was a disclaimer there, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um um, <laughs> um apparently uh who says this? Who says this? Uh Mama Mama Cat can rock a bodysuit, says Kelly. You should wear a white bodysuit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, funny. Marcia says oh. that Kate Mansi, Mansi, and I think somebody else. I don't know, Marcia, if you said that earlier, if somebody else contributed and I missed it. Uh, um, it says that Kate Mansi has endometriosis in real life. So hey, you know, maybe that'll be some some insight. <laughs> somebody that had it for a long time ago. Jeannie says I, that I you need to send me to my room. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sending Matthew to his room was not a punishment. He loved it in there. Yeah, there was a TV in my <laughs> toys. That's not a punishment. <laughs> and if and if he didn't have a TV, he had, Matthew read a book. He didn't care. I had an active imagination. <laughs> yes, he did. He'd write a story, whatever of <laughs> it. Figure it out. I was actually talking to my my, my partner burger. I was talking to him about um uh we we were it was it was boring. It was a boring day. Whatever. We're flipping through things. He's like wine, wine, wine. As, as, as people do when they're bored. <laughs> and I just looked at it like, you know what? I, I can entertain myself very easily. I can just go into my room and just find something to do like that. <laughs> if 
finding something that's entertaining to both of us is the challenge. So just give me a minute. <laughs> and I just, I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? That's right. That is true. I've always been able to entertain myself very easily. Yeah. That's not, but yeah. well, yeah. Now, Kristen Storm now, suffered from it before she had a daughter. Mm. 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 And uh, Marcia says that we're a mess and funny. Yay. <laughs> we're a mess. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I don't know, Ma. I think that giant dong joke is probably the best one I've ever made. Uh, <laughs> we are a mess. That's oh, God. Uh, that, that's, that, that, I mean, making that statement was the sole reason I wanted to talk about TJ and Motley. Th those crazy kids are going to figure it out. TJ being a great partner, calling twice to apologize, he might actually start being too overbearing and pushing Molly away. He, he might. He might. She doesn't need to be suffocated, but she does need a support. Yeah, and I yeah. think there's some of the things that Aunt Stella, Aunt Stella, I actually thought that scene was Aunt Stella was good. She wasn't too overbearing, no. and you know she didn't do she didn't she didn't act she didn't have the qualities of Aunt Stella that I don't appreciate in that particular scene. Do you think that she so, was accurate about the woman's perspective on this thing? To a certain degree, because you know, um, I never even thought about it because I've never lived a, a moment as a lady, so I don't know what it's like to like. Well, Feel you know, the desire to give the gift of life to sure, somebody sure. like that. This, this affects TJ too, and it affects his future. You know yeah. what's going to happen to him. But when it comes to regards of what she is going through in a physical state, he can only empathize with her. Yeah, he can't relate in a physical way. He cannot. Not happening to him. So, mm. you know what I mean? Just a constant stomach ache would be. Like, what, what, what could a dude go through that would be similar? Can't. Chandra says that she felt she was accurate. Stella, Stella, Stella was accurate on it. I don't know. I'm, like, like I said, you know, this is interesting insight. This is artistic insight. So this too. is soul-fueling stuff, folks, when you're able to put yourself in somebody else's perspective and start thinking about things that they would have to think about. I've never had to think about that kind of stuff before. Well, sure. So, you know, you know, whatever. Maybe they're going to be okay. I'm sure they're going to be okay. We all, we, we, we already speculated on how this whole thing is going to turn up. They're either going to, I mean. Yes. The, I think if there's going to be, I don't, I think TJ and Molly are probably going to go through it fine. Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to have lots of bumps in the road, I think, but I think they'll be fine as a couple coming through it. Now I could see possibly something happening with the Davis sisters. Or like some Maybe sort of drama between the three of them no drama between Molly and Christina when it comes to the baby actually being born. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about or, that. Or this is, <laughs> this is. You're right. I can't. Have really this is that. not a good fate for Molly. I'm just spinning. Okay. This is not a good fate for Molly. So Molly passes away. Oh no. And now Christina wants that baby. She carried it. <laughs> but it's my baby, Christina. You can't have her. Exactly. <laughs> no, Molly's yeah, not gonna die. No. no, if anything, if anything, um, Christina, Christina's gonna get impregnated, right? She's gonna, she's gonna take the baby, and then she's gonna lose the baby, and then TJ and Christina are gonna have to be like, "What do we do? What do we do? We can't tell Molly. She's gonna shatter." And then TJ and Christina have to sleep together until Christina gets pregnant with TJ's baby. That almost sounds like the whole finale thing. <laughs> But but different. It's this that yeah. alley thing, but different. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, now we have to have a baby and pretend it's Molly's. So that's one soapy way of going about it. 
Um, and uh, another soapy way of going about it is I'm just really looking forward to Willow's next pregnancy where it is TJ's baby. I just want TJ to be the father of a child, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I said on Twitter, I, I, I'm looking forward to Willow's next baby being TJ's um, <laughs> because this is a soap. Let's get messy. What's the point of soap if we're not going to use it? Huh? Well, huh? you got to wash that off with soap. You know, it's <laughs> all this stuff doesn't sound ridiculous unless you say it. Okay. <laughs> uh kelly agrees with the cat's first idea that's good um melissa thinks that molly's going to adopt a kid from a, a, a teen child from christina's uh center i don't know well she can she can she can she can do she can do the 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 the, the surrogate mother thing and then also be the mentor of some troubled child you know we don't we don't have to be exclusive to one or the other we have to get a new character from this this teen center, right? That that's the point, right? Oh, I think we're going to get another. I think we're going to get set. I think we're going to get several, and some, um, you know, uh, with very small parts. Is this and is this I, how GH goes woke? Is this how we push all of the uh, the the conservative, um, not progressive viewers away from General Hospital by introducing just a boatload of uh, differently. I don't think... uh, identifying lgbtqi plus characters i well matt you know june 1st is a week away yeah it is that isn't that right yeah june yeah yeah it's it's uh, right. you know pride month uh pregnant teen will allow molly and tj to have her baby mm -hmm. maybe maybe and then after all this baby stuff regardless of how it turns out christina will wind up with a passel babies <laughs> just like, oh, just a... <laughs> Molly, are you sure you can handle this? How can you be the junior ADA or whatever, and then also raise seven new infants at one time? Uh, <laughs> I got time, TJ. I got time. And then she starts taking pills. And see, this is this, the show just writes oh itself. God. If you just put the characters in the world and let them spin, you know, that's all you got to do. All you gotta do is <laughs> just send them into the world. See what happens. You know, one thing leads to another. Molly adopts seven kids, and the next thing she needs uppers because she can't afford a nanny. And then, and then, and then, um, Cynthia Watros can give her tips on how to do the performance because Cynthia Watros played a crazy drug addicted lady on another soap. Did you see her stupidity this week? You talking about Nina? Yeah. Well, Ma, she's so happy. She's getting married. Yeah, she's so happy she get married too. I oh man, I <laughs> thought that proposal was weak. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get married. It's, like, it's like when it's like when when Deb died. Let's uh, get married. Let's get married. Oh, I just happen to have this ring. I always carry a ring with me, you see, in case of a surprise proposal. I've done this a number of times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also put on Twitter that at this point, I just need Sonny and Erica Kane to get married. <laughs> you know, make it 15 a piece each. <laughs> well, uh, Nina, so, oh my gosh. Ava couldn't be more more spot on if she tried, okay? It's, it's, it's she, so, Ava's so weird. And, and, the, and in the same conversation, Ava came in with, <laughs> I mean, she just basically said, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. You see what you've done. You're just stupid. <laughs> you're just stupid. All right, you're making poor choices. You're walking around all of Port Charles. 
thinking that you that you've done the right thing when in fact you've done the wrong thing because you're stupid. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Nina needs a visit from Doctor Phil immediately to explain yeah. exactly why you're stupid. All right. For the last number of years, you treated this woman like dirt, and now you found out that she's your daughter, and you're going to turn that around and try to treat her with kindness and love. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, Ava couldn't be any more spot on. She's trying to, she came in like me and mean to her, you know, and basically just telling her what an idiot she is. And then at the, toward the end, she still told her she was an idiot with some compassion. I mean, she is trying to get through to Nina. And Nina, and now she's like, now it's just got to, it's got to stick. We got to make sure that <laughs> it's hard to stick. Oh, my gosh, Nina. And so weird what's because... happening? Yeah. Nina Child, what's happening? She, she... Your man's across town making pancakes with his ex, and they're getting along. You better watch yourself. Oh, goodness gracious. You can't touch, you don't trust Sonny for nothing. I don't, I don't <laughs> trust Carly either. Matt sounds oh. like Laura's brother. Martin, oh, <laughs> Martin Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, um, bu -bu 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 I don't know. Can you not trust Sonny and, and Carly together? They're both in different romances, you know. They no, both I'm on. not. I'm not necessarily talking about a phys physicality right now. Oh, you're just talking about legality. They're open. He, he's over there making pancakes. Yes. They're getting along. Making bacon pancakes. I don't know about that. And they had plenty to fight about, and they didn't. It's 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 funny because Ava Ava just a handful of weeks ago was like you know you you should submit them to the SEC you see you know <laughs> blah, blah, blah. like and then you know maybe Carly needs to be punished um, yeah. and then Nina does it and then Ava's like whoa I thought we were just being being catty at the table I didn't realize you were exactly. actually gonna do it yeah <laughs> yeah Ava thought they were yeah and this is a female thing okay <laughs> for sure. They sh Ava thought they were in a shit-talking session. Yeah. Oh, she deserves <laughs> to be punished. You know, somebody should do something about that. But no, I thought we were just... I thought, yeah, we, were just, I thought we were just talking ass, man. Didn't know you were going to go out there and call Martin Gray and make... Are you stupid? Okay, okay, okay. Well, since you did this... Okay, since you did this, Sonny can never know. What? I can't tell Sonny? No, you can't tell Sonny. Have you been in this relationship? Oh... <laughs> It's too much, but oh I God. see, like, I almost see, well, I do see, Nina's going to come up with even something even worse, mm -hmm. I think, because because she's going to become desperate and <laughs> make, you know, make you go into labor, Nina may show up. Well, now, she, now she's trying to separate Carly and, and Drew. That's her big plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she's going to try so to do something to so Drew. So now, not only did she put the pot on the burner, to, I'm on the fire, but now she's starting to stir it too. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, goodness, um, I don't really. And then there's stuff and things that happened. Um, oh, Nina. So, uh, so yeah, I guess Nina, her big plan now Nina, is to um, try to try to drive a wedge between Carly and. Drew and get it so Drew is like, oh well, I can't trust Carly, so I gotta throw her under the bus. And and since Sunny, since Sunny 
And Carly had that conversation in the kitchen, basically promising they're not going to throw each other underneath the bus. That's the only thing that's true. And I really do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think either one of them will. I don't. <laughs> so that's that's a new, fresh bond between them right there. Hmm. You know, and they're getting along. I'm not talking about them necessarily. You know, it, it sets ground for them to be getting along and then having that spontaneous kiss. See, it is physical. Three That's or what you're four worried or about. five months from now. Yeah, 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 in the meantime, <laughs> Nina will just keep on effing it up. Well, Nina's just, um, you know, um, she, she's she's a crazy person. She's she's just a crazy person. She is a crazy person. <laughs> oh goodness it's just there's so many words in the chat right now just so 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 many words there's a lot of words to read um <laughs> people have a lot to say about this uh ava doesn't like carly uh but she thinks carly of carly is family she allows carly with avery without issues and calls her in emergencies her first question of the proposal announcement was has you told carly like apparently ava yes still holds carly in esteem and she pretty much said so this week too like this is carly we're talking about this is the woman that gets it all and wins everything. Like, <laughs> you know, like, realize who your opponent is a little bit, please. You know, you don't have to get along to go along. Uh, <laughs> well, has not Ava already been through all the garbage with Carly? Yeah. Not exactly the same scenarios, but she's already been through all of the garbage with Carly and has figured out how to get along with her. For the most part. Now, are they ever going to be in love with each other? Make sure they're invited to each other's homes for Christmas Eve? No. No. Well, Sonny, you know, we can get married, but I'm always going to be on the outside of your family. No, you're not. No, you're not. We're always going to be there for you forever. And I, if I were Ava, I wouldn't even want to be around Sonny all that much right now. Because I think he's a little intuitive sometimes when it comes to his... Ladies. Uh, Jeannie brings up on. a very interesting point, something on? to consider. Jeannie, Jeannie saying uh, Nina is still mentally in her 20s. And that's something to consider because she did, was in a coma forever and woke up as a 40-year-old or whatever. Uh, that's true. And missed all of this, how to be in a romance, how to control your emotions, how to not be uh, crazy vintage to be word. Um, she yeah, missed all of that. Yeah, and she, yeah, she is. I mean, she not, of course. Of course. And then she got crazy bloodline, too. You know, it's like a Cassidine trying not to be a Cassidine to a certain degree. Because look at her, the crazy, her crazy evil mother. Mm -hmm. One of the most evil characters I've ever seen on, on daytime, even though we didn't hardly see her. She's still a crazy person who did really bad things. Really bad things. To even her separating child. twins. Even the good twin and the bad twin. Willow the good twin, Nell the bad twin. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Angela says, I don't think we're returning to Carly and Sonny. I think that they may do another breakdown for Nina and Sonny helps her through it. I like that idea. Like Nina goes off the deep end. She's super crazy. And Sonny's like, listen, I can understand mental instability and stuff. We're going to get you on a pill. We're going to get you off the booze. I'm going to be there for you. I don't, I don't hate it. Why I not? I don't hate it either. I don't hate I it don't either. Not. Well, you know, but, but I am ready to a certain degree 
for the two of them to stop fighting every single time they see each other to a certain degree. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to see, I don't want to see a Sonny and Nina wedding. Not unless it ends, ends in catastrophe. Well, of course it's going to end in catastrophe. It's a soap wedding. I'll, I'll do that. Who's going who's gonna to have a smooth ride to the altar? Uh, nobody. Um, no ideas. What is this? What is this? Angela says that uh, she she contests because Angela's a big Carly fan. Okay, she's got no time for Nina. But Nina has been awake for almost ten years, and she didn't go into a coma until she was a married college grad. She wasn't a child. Well, no, but a married college grad could still be twenty three years old. Um, that's that's still pretty young and inexperienced. Um, on, no matter what, no it, matter what she was. I've missed 20 years. And on top of that, too, though, even 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 though she's been awake and alive for 10 years, who's she been hanging out with? Valentine? Jax? Sonny? These haven't been exactly the poster child for uh, controlled emotions no. or how to deal no. properly with people. You know, you know what? And of course, it's soap opera. It's supposed to be this way. But, you know, she also woke up with plenty of money. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What corrupts people worse than anything? A boatload of money. Especially at a young age. Justin Bieber wrote a whole song about it. Um, we've had two weddings, Melissa says. We've had two weddings in a row that have ended in marriage. Sonny and Nina's will be a disaster. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know, Sonny. Okay, so Portia and Curtis's wedding turned into a disaster as soon as they said, I do. Mm-hmm. To a point where Curtis has been moving over through the last couple of months as if he never got married. He said he's going to move back home. I know. What a freaking fool. What a crazy person. He hasn't given Portia he's... one moment of thought over the last several weeks. And he's like, all right, I'm going to move home. But I'm going to sleep in the guest room till we figure this out. Why are you even trying? You've already made out with somebody else and tried to bone him. Like, let's just clearly, Curtis, your heart is not in this relationship. Listen to yourself and just move on. She yeah. crushed it for him immediately. I mean, well, it was crushed for him immediately. I can't say she crushed it for him immediately because Stella crushed it for him. It's all Stella's fault uh, <laughs> for not going. Yeah. If Stella just went to the dang wedding. It wouldn't be like this. No, but she couldn't keep her mouth shut. And she <laughs> said that today, talking with this week, talking with TJ. Yeah. Reason why she could, didn't go, she knew she wouldn't go and she wouldn't be able to go and keep her mouth shut. But at the same time, she really didn't anticipate someone leaving the ceremony either or leaving the party. Oh, I'm too sick to come. Nobody's going to come visit me. Anyway, whatever. It's just weak writing. I can't well, like, really, so, I can't, I, I can't criticize Stella for just excuse filled writing. Um, <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. Wait, what happened? Wow, Susan. What happened to Susan? Tell me what happened to Susan. Anyway, they can tell me what happened to Susan in a minute. Um, still mad that Sonny didn't go to th therapy after Nixon Falls. Maybe he did. We just didn't see it. Silas Clay is their father. Silas Clay is their father. But Silas Clay is very dead. And now Michael Easton is Hamilton Finn holding a boombox in the air like another John Waters movie. Or John, Waters, <laughs> John Hughes movie. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Say anything. I don't know if that's a John Hughes movie or not. Uh, <laughs> um... Nina couldn't stand Willow until she found out that Willow was her daughter. And now is the perfect mom. Yeah, Willow actually said that this week. 
She's like, which mother do I call out to? The one that's a murderer or the one that didn't give a crap about me until she found out that I was her daughter? I say either one. Call out to Michael. Call out to your real mother figure in Carly. Well, that is the closest thing she's had to one in several it's years. Like Roseanne. It's like when Darlene and David were starting to get together, but they were both like Roseanne's kids and they're in her heart. Very strange. Very strange reference, too. Sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Susan was in a coma for three weeks. Oh, shoot. Well, Susan, welcome back. Oh. Oh. Curtis is a dunderhead. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa says, Curtis is a dunderhead. Uh, he needs to be left by both. Let Portish, Portia and Jordan ride off into the sunset as besties without his bald baby self. Well, there you go. <clears throat> and then we lean right into the new storyline of what Matthew and I'd like anyway. We'd like Curtis to be with someone that has seen his bits before. Yeah, something brand himself. spanking new. You know, oh, Selena Wu. Bankanoo. We need we need Curtis to also just just start to lean into his more nefarious tendencies. But actually, I have been surprised by Curtis of late. Mm -hmm. Curtis really stands on um, the right thing to do to a certain degree. Yes, that's I was a little bit surprised with this whole Miss Wu thing mm. because he seems to be a very righteous man. Yes, that follows that within his own actions he was as desperate well. For Marshall's file. And now he but, doesn't know, you know how to get out from underneath but, it. True. I mean, that didn't even help him. Stephen Pyle no. didn't even help him, really. <laughs> no, he was, just, he, was just being, he was just being mad at Jordan, really. Oh, you're mm -hmm. not going to do this thing for me? Fine. Yeah, I'm going to go ask a criminal. Mm-hmm. And now she's trying to position Gladys to give her dirt on Sonny so she can, you know, this, that, the other thing, and all that. And, oh, and yeah. then $80,000. $80,000. $80,000, Gladys? Holy I know. Holy crap. How? How do you get in that deep? How do you not stop at $20,000 and go, maybe poker isn't the game for me? You know, I, I don't I don't necessarily think that Selena's being smart about this, though. She's getting really, really greedy. And at the end of the day, is Sonny going to be mad as hell at Gladys and, and, and maybe cut her off? Perhaps. Punish her for sure. Maybe cut her off. But he will not let Selena will get by with this. No, no, things are heating up. He things, are he th things are heating up on several on several burners here on General Hospital. We're, we had the big blow off. Victor's gone. Victor's dead. Victor got blown up. The WSB has killed Victor Cassidy. We've seen, we saw the body. You know, and we didn't see. And I wanted that well this week. We had a better. They better read a dang well next week. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Um, and so, uh, so, so now we, now we get, now we got an open canvas. We need, we need, we, we got to develop the things. Willow's getting cured, you know, mm -hmm. well, well, we're going to move on to her recovery. Yeah. So, yeah. so on, on Tuesday, Tuesday, Monday's going to be repeat yeah. and you guys, and I saw that Monday's going to be repeat and it's going to be the last episode that we got to see our darling Sonia on. Sonia Eddie? It's the last episode that she was on. I don't understand. It will be the repeat on Monday. Oh, I, I see. I see. Okay. That's what you're talking about Monday. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. The Monday, the holiday. Okay. That's the episode that we'll be on. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Tuesday, though. Tuesday, we're getting back into it. Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday, we are, I guess, figuring out what's next in the life of Willow. Uh <laughs> I tell you guys, I told you last week, Tuesday, she's going to be sitting up with a little one of those little, um, 
um, gelatin, you know, red gelatins from the hospital. She's going to be sitting up eating that with a little white fast plastic spoon. That's what's going to happen on Tuesday. She'll oh, be I'm fine. I'm so weak, but I'm fine. I'm starting to feel better already. Oh, I can already feel the, just the purity of my soul returning. I believe that maybe I can start doing Snow White impressions again. At least I hope so. You know, Michael, even though cancer is riddled to my body, I really think that you should find a way to forgive your father. <laughs> oh, 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 you're totally right, Will. Oh, oh, oh. That was for you, Kelly. I know you love him. Uh, <laughs> get tissues for Monday, says Kelly Public over. You're right. Let's get some tissues. Let's honor our, 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 our Sonia Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, and then you yeah. know, you know, last week we talked a little bit about Jackie Zeman passing away as well, so that's a bummer and still sad and still kind of weighs on us, but we'll see what happens in the future. Um, I believe last week Angela said that we got scab writers already in the writers' room as the WGA is on strike. Um, so I don't know what sort of impact that's going to happen have on our daytime soaps, if any. Maybe they'll get better. Maybe they'll get worse. But if you need a scab writer, you know, lean out to I me. I'll do it. I would think that all the other studio would be struggling with this to a certain degree because they're not writers. So they're not on strike. Okay. Yeah. So they would just be not showing up for work. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yes. yes. However, wouldn't you feel conflicted that you might, you would want to support the writers of the show? Well, so um, every, everybody's pretty much in a I union. Know. It you just know. Is Difficult. I if you think. have regular work on a show, you're in a union, whether it's SAG, whether it's WGA, whether it's the Teamsters mm -hmm. or whatever it is, whether it's in any number of different unions, it's highly unionized. Um, and when it comes down to it, these unions are in cahoots. They're in, they support one another as one would expect them to do. So mm -hmm. while the WGA is on strike, the Teamsters, for example, aren't crossing those picket lines. But also to be fair, the WGA is trying to not... Um, it's trying to not interfere with what the Teamsters are up to. So they don't start protesting until 9 a.m., which gives these people time to do what they're supposed to do so productions can happen without having to cross a picket line. So there's this kind of political oh. balance happening between the I protest see. and the industry and not interfering with somebody else's livelihood, but also at the same time supporting what the WGA is up to. <laughs> it's a little funky. It's a little funky. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so if you're an actor and you're not doing it, like my Maya Miam Balak, I don't I can't say her yeah. blossom. Uh, yeah. She uh, she she's Jeopardy host who isn't hosting Jeopardy right now in solidarity with the WGA. But she's not been fired from that. There's no trouble from that. She's in solidarity. So she's not coming to work. So they're using Ken Jennings, who's this big celebrity player of Jeopardy to host for now until mm -hmm. she comes on back. But there doesn't seem to be any sort of harm or foul or controversy based off of these decisions. Uh, Saturday Night Live is not on right now because of the WGA strike. Yeah. So, you know, um, a lot of these daytime talk shows are, aren't happening. Um, award shows have been postponed. I know. So, you know, the there's daytime. impact. There's impact, but I don't think that there's like heavy drama. I don't think anybody's getting blacklisted from this or ruining their careers over decisions yeah. they're making. Well, I was just thinking like in an internal way, you know, how did that person feel? They kind of feel like they have to go to work, but they feel like they're, you know, not supporting in a way that they should. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when it comes down to it, I saw this little breakdown saying that the WGA was just like, listen, you know, you know, you know what, you know what would end this? Sixty-eight million dollars. <laughs> just, just from Netflix, you know, just for example, Netflix. If you invested sixty-eight million more dollars into us, then we would be done. And that's nothing. Oh my that? God, that's nothing, Mom. Sixty-eight million dollars in Hollywood is money. nothing. That's not even the production of a movie. I don't know. Are the actors going oh, on well, strike? Okay. The actors might be going on strike when the writers are done. Oh my! Because SAG SAG is not happy either, and they're they're biding their time. They're waiting. They're seeing what's going to happen with this writers thing as they prepare themselves as well to maybe go on strike immediately once the WGA one is over. Oh boy! I don't know how that affects soap operas though, because I don't think that they're in the same division of SAG as everybody else. So. Ugh. No. Uh, there we go. Angela saying the soap actor right there. See, Angela always contributing live, live on screen reporter. Angela Ryan Duncan once again with the scoop. Angela, yeah. Angela, yeah. we can hear you. <laughs> the soap actors. I don't know what she sounds like. Uh, the soap actors are under a different SAG contract, and theirs was renewed last summer for another three years. So they're good. They don't. They're they're not any in any sort of contract hmm. dispute time. So we're okay. Okay. Oh boy. Just, All right. just nonsense, just craziness as people try to get their cut of millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, if you're, yeah. if you're a Netflix executive and you were bonusing yourself $128 million a year and the writers are like, we want 68 million of that. Just, just do it. My God, how much money do you need? I never so had a funny. bunch of it though, so I don't I don't know what it's like. I've never crawled into that mind anyway. space. I've never gotten a check for three million dollars and went, well, well, can I get one for four then? Let me push myself. Maybe <laughs> I can get one for ten million dollars next. I've never been in that position. Oh, goodness. I don't know how I would be. <laughs> oh. oh goodness gracious. So, I wanna see the I want this I wanna see uh, Uncle Victor's will next week. Yes. I want to see more of, um, I want to see the pool set go back up. I want to see some something there. Fido, uh, where are you? Fido, when's that pool coming back uh, up? Yeah, I want, um, I want someone to accidentally on purpose push Nina in it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm Cynthia Watros. I don't get wet. All right. <laughs> When I bathe, I just I wipe a damp cloth across my body. I don't get wet, okay? I'm Cynthia Watros. Uh, I don't think she's like that. <laughs> if you treat the workers right, they wouldn't have to strike. I support them, says Chandra. Well, there we go. Daisy's union is supporting the WGA. What what union are you part of, Daisy? Working in Hollywood? You getting me a job? Daisy, you get me a job? Job? Daisy? Daisy, get me a job? <laughs> Angela says the pool is set up and they have pics of it because Angela is um, our, our the official live on screen reporter on site reporter Angela with the, the scoop the pools <laughs> what would we do without Angela I'm going to be a silly fan that means I get to see the pool in two weeks <laughs> um, let's see what we, we, talk, we talked about Curtis and Portia and Jordan we talked about Stella and TJ we talked about TJ and Molly we talked about the Davises uh, we talked about the new Christine, and we talked about BLQ and Chase. Did we? No, we didn't. They sang. Chase sang Brooklyn a song. Yes. Yes. I thought it was cute that he made his brother hold the thing up for him. And, you know, I thought, oh, that was cute. 
Uh, Tracy is just too much, isn't she? Tracy was just too much. <laughs> Uh, just, just, um, uh, the perfect reverse psychology matrimony maker, just love maker, a matchmaker, <laughs> Tracy going, all right, these two crazy kids just need to be pushed together by saying you don't belong together. <laughs> what do you, yes, we do. What do you know, you crazy old granny? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I, I'm going to say it though. It was very, very strange for me just from a, like a presentation standpoint and editing standpoint. Why did uh -huh. we, why did we put scenes in the middle of Chase's song? He started yeah, the song, weird, huh? we did some scenes, we came back for him finishing the song, and it was just yeah, super awkward. I don't understand why they funky. didn't just have him sing just, the whole song. Yeah, or if they were going to split it up, it should have been commercial. Yeah, you know? Or had him sing the song, commercial, scenes, or whatever, come back to the aftermath. But to, like, cut it in the middle yeah. was yeah. very strange to me. Was but, odd, huh? You know, I mean, I guess they got some sort of rule when it comes to how long scenes are supposed to be to catch the millennial Gen Z attention or whatever it is that they're trying to go after. <laughs> Very short attention spans. It's TikTok's fault. Oh, called. you know what? Wow. Almost everybody now. <laughs> Watch stupid short videos all the time on your phone. Watch kind of this effect on your attention span after a little bit. It sure does. It sure does. You know? It's like, it's like, it's like... When you drive, you know, you, you start doing a commute, okay? And say so your commute turns out to be an hour long. And so you're on the road two hours a day, every day, back and forth from work. And then you're like, mm -hmm. oh, man, I want to go and do this thing. I want to go and have this fun. I want to go to this event. I want to go to this party. But this party, this mm -hmm. event, this fun, oh, my God, it's two hours away. It doesn't feel that bad mm -hmm. anymore because you're driving two hours a day anyway. <clears throat> Versus having to drive 15 minutes to work and then you go, oh, my God, two hours? a long time in the car it's all about perspective mm -hmm. yep <laughs> yeah uh i noticed tracy was wearing her hair like lila not as full says says chandra i, don't... I noticed her hair too and i love the way they have bun. well they have it in a bun but they have it sectioned off where it crosses interesting you know one going this way and then i don't know it was very pretty i liked it i liked it she has good hair. You know, she has a good amount of hair. My hair is so thin. I don't have enough of it to do something like that. Yeah. It would just look wacky. Yeah, it look good. I don't know. I just, I just kind of got this stuff. I don't have head. enough hair. And it grows, it grows here, but it doesn't really grow here, but it grows here, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, Tyrone. Um, let's see. We got some more speculation as to who Dex really is. Who's, who's, whose son is Dex? Oh, who's Dex really you know, is? Okay. You know, Nicholas and Jason... Hated each other. Dex Quartermain, Spencer Cassidyne. What? <laughs> Wouldn't mimic that. What? Um, I saw some, I, I don't know. I saw some Twitter uh, speculation. AJ, I saw some Twitter speculation. Oh, he's Sonny and Lily's kid. Is Lily, is that the name? Lily? Yeah, that's, that's up. like, that would be, if I, I know time is a day, days, all that, yeah. I know that. But that would make him, Older than Michael, but <laughs> not quite as old. So that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, kind of doesn't work Dex unless they Ned's, force it. Like, come on now, Melissa. Now we're just, just he's 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 Spinelli's. You know, like oh man, he's Cameron's <laughs> kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. 
I don't think it's going to be as, I don't think it's going to be a sunny. You never know though. Gosh, it's general hospital, you know, you know, mm-hmm. Sunny's got that super sperm swimmers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to be Sonny's kid. I don't think Dex is Sonny's kid. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, De- uh, Dex is it Ned's child. Is it would be It would be interesting if he's his kid brother somehow. Mike, Sonny's Mike's... kid brother. Mike's kid. I just, yeah, it's just to, to be frank, to just to be honest, just to be real with you people. If he is really a Corinthos, if he is really a, um, uh, Corbin, if he is really a Quartermain, it, it's, it's, it doesn't work for me. It's no good for me. I don't like it. Just, just because of the Jocelyn situation, she's too connected to those families. She's too close to those families. So you, do you want him to be, um, I wanted to be honestly, honestly, I wanted to be a heller. You want to be a heller. I just you know, wanted to be a heller. Is that wrong? Something somehow, somehow, somehow. He doesn't necessarily be, have to be a family member, but he has to be connected in some way. They just he are is not connected through know. Jocelyn and working for Sunny. Yeah. I think this is just a perfect isolated well, I, I, new I person. You, the character I see them do that with, and the long term has been Spinelli. <laughs> right. Spinelli still doesn't have a family. Well, they still don't have no family. They got Maxie. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think he'll. Um, Angela says I think it will probably wind up being Dante's, and that's part of Dante and Cody's secret. I still want them to have killed the man in 1992, but you know. Well, you know they might have they to impregnate age up. a lady they in could, 1992. Okay, they'd have to age up that camping experience a couple of years at least. Okay. Were they like 12? They're like, oh man, we yeah, we were, they kept, we were they kept in the sixth grade the- together. Yeah, but but they said they went for a few years. Oh, okay. They did say that, but they just never said, you know. When? They've got to age them up at least. They have to make camp to be when he was at least 15 years old. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Or to fly and not have everybody have a fit, okay? Oh, well, I mean, people would still have a fit if you're if you're if you're having babies at fifteen, but I I think it's you know also I mean? kind of unavoidable. People are always going to have fits. And then I'd be another, you know, another a camp counselor, another camp counselor. Yeah, is the mom. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. So that would make Jack. At least he's not a Chamberlain. Grandson. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. That would make him Sonny's grandson. Just I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I I don't know. I just I I I think I just want Dex to be Dex. I don't I don't. But then again, yeah. I feel this every time they bring in a new character too. Like who's you know like why did Brando have to be a Corbin? Why couldn't Brando just be Brando? You know. That's true. You do <laughs> you know, feel that way. I, I feel that a lot because because everybody's always in one of these families, and I understand that anchor families are important to soaps, and they're they're kind of the thing. But also at the same time especially on general hospital these branches of these trees are just too interweaved and in, too intertwined where if we're, we're in a situation where um you know sam and dante are together they're two long-term characters played by loving by by adored fans mm-hmm. um, but they put them together and you kind of have this 50 50 split of people finding the morality of it okay based off of their family ties uh, we're kind of going to approach the same situation when it comes to Dex being a, a quarter main or a Corinthos. Yeah, you know, Less there's a so lot on the Corinthos side <clears throat> because she's uh, really I, not 
connected to that family through any sort of blood. But she is to the Quartermains through Michael because Michael's her half brother. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and so then, and then Dex would have to be a, in the Quartermain family blood, and then she's dating her brother's cousin, and it's just, you know, it's just weird. It is. There is all that kind of stuff going on, you know, because you're like you said, because the bloodlines and, and you know, and there's a lot of a lot of oil and water here. You know, they stay mixed for a little bit, and the, but they're really separate. <laughs> Krista says that Sasha isn't connected to anyone either. Uh, could he be her brother? Um, you know, I, I under consider Sasha because in my heart, she's Nina's third child. We just haven't found out yet. So. Me too. It just it just exists inside of me as an assumption, so I never really consider Sasha's unconnected to people. Just just her natural bond that she has with Nina, her natural bond that she has with Willow. Um, she's gonna. I feel as though she's eventually going to become that bridge character that really helps them reconnect as family, because she sees them pretty much as her family. And but yeah, uh, you know, we're one blood test away. The, at the end of the road, at the end of the road, um. Nina and Willow will probably um, reconcile. Unless, unless they just write Nina, just, they know, they give her a Heather twist and she goes, she goes spinning off, okay? (laughs) (laughs) If she doesn't do something like that, they will eventually see each other down the road. You know, and in soap operas, in soap operas, um, uh, that's, that's historical. I mean, Look at Dex Larry. Robinson, Dex Ashford. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> He's Curtis's oh. real child, Melissa. Melissa. He's yeah, silly. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens <laughs> in the whole Dex. Um, how he fits. Yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully, just with Jocelyn, you know, and just he just stays yeah. a heller, and and you know, we have this. How do I get out of the mafia thing? And then I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sonny's so giving right now that he might just go, all right, get out of here. Crazy kid. <laughs> don't tell anybody what I know. All right? I'm trusting you. Don't let me well, down. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, uh, Twitter hates Diane. Well, I still love Diane. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, before we went on the air, I said it was very, I found it to be odd that uh, she she would tell Carly one of her options is to rat out on Sonny. But uh-huh. then you had said hey, she's just being a lawyer. I think she's just being a lawyer. Yeah. I think Diane does a good job of doing that. It, it, you know, she was giving I think she was treating Carly like a, a client to a certain degree, you know. It's like, these are all your options. Yeah. It's true. You know? She's got to kind of keep them she separate, doesn't say, she? didn't say she didn't encourage her to do it. Yeah, she, she didn't tell that her. You could. You could. You could. That's it. Justice Department is right. I don't know. It's a conflict of interest, though, to a degree, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Sideways tangential reality. It doesn't have to be realistic, right? Right. <laughs> oh, so maybe, maybe Diane's smart enough to know that it would get thrown out of court because it is a conflict of interest. Well, Twitter hates Diane, but the chat loves her. So. Well, I love Diane. I <laughs> My goodness, I wish she was going to be at the convention in two weeks. I would love to meet her. Um, <laughs> and I, I think her and Robert are going to get back together. And I say good riddance on Holly. Um, oh, Robert. I, 
I'm not going to miss, miss in Holly after this, after this go around. So um, uh, I would like to see Ethan back again. They have to, they have to be a great actor with a. Um, what was the flipping point? Oh my God. Exactly. What was the point? Is it that you had already like committed these resources and cast all these people, and then and then and then real Ethan was like, "No, nah, I can't do it." Like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. What was the point? I, I thought we were going to get like you know Ethan hanging around town for a little while or something, but no. I was Who excited. Was this person? And why did they even bother doing it? I was excited. I was excited to have you know the original one back. Yeah, honestly, goodness, I was excited for that. If I can't have Tony Geary, I'd like to have what's his name, Nathan Parsons. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I like to have him because he. I loved him as Ethan. I thought yeah. he was such a little. I used little Luke Junior, just like Jocelyn, little Carly Junior. <laughs> uh, Melissa says that Anna's confusing. Last week she was uh, pro Holly. This week she's pro Diane. Maybe she's just pro Robert being happy. I think she is. Yeah. That's what I think. And I thought I, I, I wardrobe was different this week. You know, we've been seeing Anna. Yeah, it was like a long dress, right? Yeah, she's been wearing long pants. dress like a. Yeah, pants we always see her pants, 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 some little boot, booty yeah. shoots, shoes. Um, and we saw her in a flowy red and white dress, and it looked quite pretty. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Holly and Robert were to, were good together in the 80s, but let's see Robert and Diane together. I think they're fine. I think they're fine. Uh, people just Nathan Parsons, says Melissa. But that's what you said, right? Isn't that what you said? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, maybe the actor wasn't down for a two-day role. I mean, if that's the case, then I just just don't bother doing it. Really, like in in, in all reality, yeah. the whole selling Ethan's life and then Tracy buying it and all that, like it it contributed nothing. Yeah, it it did. It contributed nothing for me. All it did as a as a longtime viewer and someone that loved the character, what it did was get me excited and disappoint me very quickly. Yeah, there you go. Anna got hair extensions. The hair looks longer and great, says Melissa. Very pretty. So you know, but you know, Anna's a very pretty lady. Yeah, yeah she is. She's not a. She's not an ugly person. How dare you, Mom? No, she's so Listen, elegant. Are you kidding me? We've got nothing but positive news for everyone. <laughs> all right. I, it doesn't matter if it was Ned. It doesn't matter if it was somebody else. We're gonna make it through. I tell you, in a couple of weeks. Even though, you know, is he capable of it? Yeah, he's capable of it. But everybody should be writing themselves. I'm sorry, letter to Ned, maybe kissing on his butt a little bit. Come on. <laughs> or no, Ned. <laughs> They're like, just admit it, you know, you're an ass. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> well, Chandra agrees that all Ethan fans, Ethan fans were disappointed. Melissa wants to know where Dylan is. You know, Dylan, Dylan's off living his life away from the drama. That's what he's doing. <laughs> You know, I, he's off yeah, being, he's, he's off being is, like guy no. or something. He's a gay dude. I don't remember, but he's off doing something. Uh, no, he's not. He's, he was, he was, yeah, hanging he's out with, off doing something. He, he was he's he's split, you know? dating the ghost of Kiki. Is what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dylan, he was a, he was a photographer for, for uh, Crimson or something, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah. And then he, and then he, and he was dating Kiki and then um, they broke up and he moved away. I remember this was something that happened when I first started watching it a couple of years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it happened. He moved away. He was just like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Um, uh, the character of Dylan, which a much bigger deal and part of the teen set back when Maxie and Lulu mm -hmm. and Georgie 
we're still a lot, you know, we're, we're teenagers. Uh, Older yeah. teenagers. <clears throat> um, and Daisy says that Ethan needs to come back. Dylan is allegedly in Hollywood being Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I guess he's oh, a Hollywood yeah, director. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he he's a, a director? director? That's right. Okay. Yes. I, again, That's when it comes down is. to it, these, these, uh, I've become world famous for entertainment storylines and jobs that soap characters have. I've never been for. I've never been for, I'm, I'm going on tour as a singer. I'm trying to make it an acting. I am, um, a world famous model. Like even, even on the deception stuff where apparently it's this million, million, multi-million dollar company doing super well and on home shopping networks and found in your local thing. The face of deception is Sasha and everybody knows Sasha's face across the country because of all the advertisements she's in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. I don't believe it. I don't care about it. It's just, it's not real to me. And it's never yeah. something that I, I'm ever fully like behind. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I think for some people, it, it seems glamorous. For some people, I'm sure it does. I'm not saying that it's wrong or it's bad or they should stop yeah. doing it. I'm just saying it doesn't talk to me. Yeah. That's all. Dylan and Georgie were my favorite generations, Liz and Lucky. Or were my generations, Liz and Lucky. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, he used to have, you know, a bigger, bigger storyline. Christina so. is going to need a love interest. And this love interest, I think mother will be some yes. sort of, some sort of gay psychologist. I think so too. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be some wind up being somebody new. Yeah. And I think it's going to be someone that she bonds with and creates this whole environment for teens together as this person also helps christina get over over whatever turmoil trauma and 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 issues that she's still carrying with her we've seen christina go through a lot especially over the last couple of years she moved away from port charles to go be with her teacher and that didn't work out so she comes back to port charles to fall in line with a cult up to the point of getting drugged and saved by her sister and and she and, and i think this this environment that she's going to create it's going to have that group community environment but in the most positive way it can well yeah people aren't going whereas to live before, there <laughs> whereas before when she was in this group community environment it was the most ugliest way it could possibly happen Yes, Shiloh had positioned everything so it was like he was helping people, but really it was all about him. But this is going to be the right. other way around. It's not about Christina, yes. it's about the people she's trying to help. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm fine. I'm, gonna, I'm interested to seeing what's going to happen. We'll get, we'll get a new set. We'll get some new characters. It'll, um, you know, um, representation is important and something that is sorely lacking in soaps and in daytime TV. So hopefully they're able to do it and they're able to do it well and able to do it right. I mean, there's enough homosexuals in, in, in Hollywood right now to be able to write it well, right? Right? I hope so. Sure. I mean, the perspective has to be there. It has been there since the very beginning. You think that it made those ruby red slippers ruby red because a straight man came up with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious <laughs> oh goodness i hope the lesbian psychologist is serena ball is she in the army or saving the whales or something i wish i could have faith in gh That's when it comes funny. to christina but That's all they'll funny. do is drop the ball i don't trust the writing was, at all was that, that melissa that said that am i giving the wrong credit no that was melissa who said that 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, Nathan, you, you know, you take it or leave it, like it or don't, have faith or not, whatever, just tune in, tune in, give them the chance. So long as you're tuning in, you're giving them an opportunity to, to impress you and entertain you. And if you stop watching, then, well, they got a little less opportunity to do that. So, I don't know, see what happens. Maybe after the writer's strike is over, people will be more inspired to close the loop on these stories a little more tightly. Uh, Willow's very conflicted. On who to lean on, says Kelly. Before they found out they were mother and daughter, Nino and Willow couldn't stand each other. Now Nino wants to be the perfect mom. Oh, I don't think uh, Nina uh, has uh, the ability to be the perfect anything for more than uh, 15 minutes at a time. But mom, all Nina needed was the chance to be a mother and she could show the world how great of a job she would have done. She didn't get a chance with Nell and now Willow's not giving her the opportunity. All she needs is a chance. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think that's I think that the past actions have proven that not to be correct. <laughs> Maybe Reverend Uncle Cyrus can provide the spiritual guidance to the to the youth center uh, while he's on parole. Heck, Sonny got out of prison, so can Cyrus. Says Chandra. <laughs> Reverend Uncle Cyrus. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. I, any, anything, anything. I'm telling you what, if I had small children, well, I do I have grandchildren. If anybody ever walks up to them and introduces them as Pastor Uncle Cyrus, Reverend Uncle, Reverend Uncle Cyrus, you boys and girls, run, run, run. <laughs> I'm Reverend Uncle Cyrus Renault. <laughs> and you know what, you guys? I told my children the same thing about Mr. Rogers. I said, Mr. Rogers is fine. But if a person reminds you of Uncle Mr. Rogers and kind of like is that way and you don't know them, you come home. I can't believe you're accusing <laughs> Mr. Rogers of being a child diddler, mother. My goodness. My goodness. But I, Not Fred. I didn't say the one on television. I said to you children back then too. Somebody who reminds you. I'm talking about the one on now, TV. Now, if you run into Mr. Rogers, he's probably safe. <laughs> but if somebody who's if like someone... Mr. Rogers, then no. What? Well, I was, I don't know. I'm being a weird, I was a weird mom, I guess. I'm like, if someone changes their shoes in front of you and wants to talk about their sweater, you guys run. <laughs> Reverend Uncle Ponytail. <laughs> Reverend Run. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh boy, you guys! We're going to the cuckoo pile. <laughs> oh, Dylan took a job out west, and Kiki broke up with him because he cheated on her. Oh, Dylan, Dylan, don't cheat on people. Like, if you feel like maybe you're going to be leaning in that direction, this is what you do. This is what you do. I, it's going to be very challenging. It's probably going to ruin the mood with the person that you're with, but it's the right thing to do. All right, you're getting there. You're feeling hot and heavy. You start to make out. Okay. You're feeling that surge in your body, and you're going to push off, pick up your phone, dial Kiki, and say, Kiki, I'm about to bone this other lady. We are no longer together. You hang up, and then you get get it on if the feeling is still there. It's the only right thing to do. Oh, my God. You guys, I am going to send him to his wrong room. What is wrong with you? It's the right thing to do. You, gotta, you, you have to end the first relationship before venturing forth into other things. Unless you had a previous oh conversation. Oh, my goodness. Okay? When it comes down to it, there are no rules to any relationship that you enter because it's your relationship with this person. You guys get to come up with what those rules are. 
you don't have to do what other people did. It's just what, you know, might have worked out for them, but not necessarily what might work out for you. So what you do is you have conversations and you have these decisions. You need to talk about what's okay and what's not okay. And you move forward that way. But if you've never had that conversation, then you owe it to the person to pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm about to do something you're going to hate. Goodbye. You owe it to them. Mm. Am I wrong? Mm. <laughs> All right, fine. Go, go, go wrong, through and keep your secrets then, you, folks. Okay? Keep your secrets. Not wrong, but weird, yeah. Keep <laughs> your secrets. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe I'll write a pamphlet. I'll write, I'll write, I'll write uh, uh, <laughs> Melissa's already named it. Matt's bone phone, uh, a breakup procedure. Um, I'll write, I'll write a little, little, little short booklet. And I'll self-publish it on Amazon, and you guys can get the entire perspective on how to do this pro properly. Guys, don't encourage him, okay? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Please encourage me. I need all the encouragement in the world. Uh, you know, love politics, medicine works out. I'll write a book. Write myself a little novella. Self-publish it on Amazon. Sell it to you four people. That's what I'll do. Cool. That's what I'll do. It won't be the same story, though. Be something else, <laughs> some sort of romance, you know, something with drama, different. something entirely <laughs> different. Yes, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Shady Sunday says Kelly. I don't know. Um, um, James has been not doing lives on Sunday recently, so I don't know where you're going to get your Sunday shade. I guess here is the closest thing. I don't know. There's some accounts out there. No, we're some... part. We never got full shade. We're always partially sunny. Oh, we're more shady about our own lives than each other than we the show <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness but that's it for me though i'm getting on the elevator at this point thank you so you know you know you. <laughs> kelly or, excuse me uh, melissa just gave me a participation trophy to encourage me to continue to be the way that i am so <laughs> thank you very much kelly participation hey, melissa trophy. excuse me oh gosh there's just so <laughs> many people here so many names so many people that i like so many con contributors major contributors to this show every single week and I just love to see it. And every once in a while, I say the wrong name, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, gosh, this podcast went off the rails. It shouts Kelly. We sure do. We sure get off the rails sometimes. <laughs> it has everything to do with how much content there was in GH during the week, because we like to talk for at least an hour and a half, hour forty-five minutes. It's just it comes natural to us. Um, and if yeah, GH is... gives us a lot, then there's a lot for us to talk about GH. If GH doesn't give us a lot, then we, we, we go off the rails. <laughs> but hey, you, you guys watch the show. You don't come here to, 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 for the recap, do you? Come, you come for us, right? If we say weekly, we don't know a thing. Oh, no crap. <laughs> we would be nowhere near as legitimate as we are if it wasn't for Angela. And the only reason Angela knows all this stuff is because she's an actual... <laughs> Soap news reporter. <laughs> oh, gosh. But we love having you here, Angela. We love having Chandra here. We love having Kelly here. We love having Jeannie here. We love having all of the people also who watch and don't participate in the chat. We love having you here, too. We do mm -hmm. it for people like you and not just the people who are talking in the chat. There's even a whole mess, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who listen to us audio only. Yeah. So. There is. Awesome well, for hi, you guys. guys. Too. Thanks. We have a thought. We think about you all the time. We don't know your names, but all we the think time. about you all the time. So, <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Uh, Melissa says she comes for the entire sideshow. So, <laughs> <Good. 
Oh goodness, we love having time here. (laughs) shows up all the time. You know, Krista. You know, I'm just you know, I say names. Daisy, gosh, Daisy. We love Daisy too. We sure do. Mm -hmm. Because Daisy, Daisy's that contrarian out there. You know, she's the one out there going like, I know that you like this stuff, but I'm going to give you that opposite perspective where I don't like it, and that's good. It's good. It's good. Anyway. Uh, as as Chandra's telling you right now in the chat, follow us on Twitter at 10th Floor GH. Okay, I'll get into the spiel in a minute. Uh, you can also get us a virtual Corinthos coffees at buymeacoffee.com slash 10th Floor. Uh, and stay tuned to that too, because um, definitely coming up over the next seven days, I'm going to be putting up the uh, the way to get involved in the convention chat. All right, we're going to do a Zoom, a live Zoom event. I don't know what to call it. That's what they always call it, right? A live Zoom event. What, what day should we do that? We got we to gotta think about that, huh? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Saturday will probably be our latest day when it comes to probably. being... I don't know. We're, we're, uh, we'll figure that out. So just pay attention over the next yes, few days on the thing, and I'll tweet about it, too. And then uh, you'll be able to get your, your invite uh, for, for the thing. You'll be able to buy your invite. It's going to be yes. inexpensive. Yes. But it's going to help cover, um, you know, giveaways, prizes, fun, good times, all that kind of stuff that we're planning on including there. So uh, th- that's what that's for. It's not, you know, because we want to be rich because we're not and we're not going to be based off of this. But we want to be able to contribute something to this to make it even more special. Uh, so it'll be about the convention, about our experience there, about the Q&A, just back and forth, all that kind of stuff. We'll pull names, we'll give away autographs, whatever it is. Uh, but we're going to figure it out then. Uh, so pay attention to that. We'll put a link up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, but that's it, Ma. You got anything else? No. All right, everybody, get on the elevator. Get out. <laughs> Just leave. Leave the hospital. Uh, go back down to the first floor. Get into your car. Turn your radio to previous episodes of the tenth floor, which you can find on all of your podcasting platforms, and also right here on YouTube. Well, not all of them, but the last couple of years are here on YouTube. Uh, if you can't find it on your favorite podcasting platform, reach out to us on Twitter at tenth floor gh, and I will point you in the right direction, give you a link, all that kind of stuff. Um, Cheryl, you weren't in the chat today. Send me a private message on Twitter. I want to make sure that you get a mug because you're one of our moderators and I don't think we've sent you one yet. Um, uh, what else is there, Ma? I think that's it. All right. Get the heck out of here. Go spend some time with your families. I've been mad. I've been cat. We'll catch you next time right here on the 10th floor. Goodbye. Have an awesome GH week. That's Kelly. Bye.